or yeah okay good morning john <clears throat> good morning mary and mark in college park glad to have you with us i understand we are now live on facebook so welcome to people joining us through that platform good morning elizabeth cat and crochet and i all say hello oh, i feel very embraced elizabeth okay yes it's confirmed we are on facebook good again if you're joining us from another ethical culture society or another UU congregation, please feel free to mention that in the chat. We love having visitors from our sibling societies. And uh, of course, we love having visitors from everywhere. This um, is a good time to get a candle uh, if you want to have one handy for our candle lighting a little later. Um, and you might want to have your leftover champagne or eggnog uh, or whatever other beverage you like as we prepare to party like it's not 2020. Uh, good morning, Elaine. Glad to have you with us today. Uh, we will be starting shortly. Another minute or two. Good morning, Naomi. Happy New Year to you too. Glad to have you with us. Morning, Jeff. Welcome. Good morning, Shirley. Glad to have you with us as well. Brian and Leanne, hi. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Susan, Theo, and Walter, excellent. And Dave and Liz Van Wy, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Glad to have you with us. Rachel Hartig, good morning, Rachel. Happy New Year. Good morning to Ed. I am seeing that it is about 1030. So perhaps we should get started. Uh, just remind you one more time uh, to set your chat box to all panelists and attendees so that everyone can see your comments, unless, of course, you're directing them just to 
the panelists today. And um, feel free to get your beverage of choice or your blankets or stuffed animals or anything else you want to have with you as we begin our time together. Oh, good morning, Margaret. Glad to have you with us. Good morning, Al and Carolyn. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Adam. Hello. Happy New Year. Good morning, Bill. Hello, Joe. Uh, I think we're ready for our opening words. Good morning and welcome to the Washington Ethical Society. I'm Lynn Cox, you can use they, them pronouns for me and I am the interim leader here. Today's platform is about illuminating our intentions for the year ahead and letting go of what we're leaving behind. Opening words are adapted from Sylvia Howe. We bid you welcome on this first Sunday of the new year. Like Janice, we gather with part of us looking backward and part of us looking forward. We gather on the edge of the new year, saddened by our losses, cherishing our joys, aware of our failures, mindful of days gone by. We gather on the cusp of this new year, eager to begin anew, hopeful for what lies ahead, promising to make changes, anticipating tomorrow's and tomorrow's. We invite you to join this celebration of life, knowing that life includes good and bad, endings and beginnings. All are welcome. Let us gather together. We begin today's platform with music from our interim music coordinator, Leah Morris, performing One More Circle by Peter Mayer. Hello and happy new year. I know that I shared Peter Mayer's One More Circle last Sunday, but it's the kind of song I love to, to hear and to sing before the new year, after the new year, and honestly, it's relevant every day because we're always making a revolution, right? Always coming around the, the sun and always have the opportunity to start fresh, start new.
Good morning, and welcome once again to the Washington Ethical Society. My name is Perry Bider. My pronouns are he, him, his, and it's my honor to be the officiant today. Visitors from near and far, we especially welcome you. We hope that you'll say hello in the chat and that you might send an email to our membership coordinator, Maceo Thomas, at M-A-C-E-O-T at ethicalsociety.org. You can also fill out a connection form. I think Maceo is putting that link in the chat. And we hope that you'll join us after the platform service for a chance to say hello in our virtual coffee hour. Also, today being the first Sunday of the month, Maceo will be holding a Q&A Zoom session at noon. Visitors, this is a chance for you to ask whatever questions you have about our community and how to get involved. Uh, speaking of the chat, it will stay open through much of the platform service, but it will close for the address itself and reopen afterwards. If you don't want to see the chat, this is a good time to minimize it. Each week, a member of our community reads our statement of purpose so that we might hear our shared values in each other's voices. If you're interested in taking a turn to read the statement, you can sign up at tiny.cc readsop. 
This week, our reader is Judy Myers. Judy is a longtime ethical culturist and uh, a continuing member of the Northern Virginia Society, as well as Wes, and she sings with us in the chorus. So glad to have you with us this morning, Judy. Take it away. <clears throat> the Washington Ethical Society is a humanistic congregation that affirms the worth of every person. We strive through our relationships to elicit the best in the human spirit. With faith in human goodness, we appreciate each person's unique capacities. We joyfully celebrate together and support each other through life. We nurture a sense of reverence and responsibility for each other and the earth. We invite you to join our community of children and adults as we work for a world where love and justice cross all borders. Thank you, Judy. If you have a candle at home, this is the time to light it along with Judy and I invite us all to say our candle lighting words, which will be up on the screen momentarily. I predict. <laughs> there they are. May we kindle within us the warmth of compassion, the light of understanding, and the fire of commitment to build a brighter future for all. Thank you, Perry and Judy, and may it be so. So this is a Buddhist story. It has been told a few different ways. The origins of this version seem to come from the Japanese Zen teacher Hara Tanzan, who died in 1892. I don't know if the story happened exactly this way, but I believe it's true. Tanzan and Aikido were once traveling together down a muddy road. A heavy rain was still falling. Coming around a bend, they met a lovely young woman in a silk kimono and sash, unable to cross at the intersection. The crossroad was so awash in rain that it resembled a stream or a river. Come on, said Tanzan at once, and lifting her in his arms, he carried her over the mud and he put her down on the other side. Akito did not speak again until that night when they reached a lodging temple. Then he could no longer restrain himself. We monks don't go near women, he told Tanzan, especially not young and lovely ones. It is dangerous. Why did you do that? I left the girl there, said Tanzan. Are you still carrying her? So ends the story. As we consider what we plan to leave at the water's edge and what we plan to carry with us, let's enter into the centering time of our platform. Each week, we ring this chime in solidarity with people around the world. Today, I am particularly mindful of all those who are grieving the loss of a loved one, including Congressman Jamie Raskin, Sarah Bloom Raskin, and their family as they mourn the death this week of their 25-year-old son, Thomas. As we listen to the chime, 
let us remember our connection to each other and the world around us. Let us hold in our hearts all that hurts in the world. And let us commit ourselves to all that calls for our work and our love. I invite you to take a breath that is nourishing for your body. Attend to the feelings of your in-breath, your pause, and your out-breath. Open your mind and heart and body to imagination and serenity. If it helps you to find your center, you may want to adjust your posture or close your eyes or soften your gaze. Today's meditation is adapted from words by Israel Bufardi. Take a breath and try to find the restorative power of air and water in the breath. We must breathe to live, but our bodies also need water to survive. Our bodies are more than half water. The air we breathe in and out contains tiny droplets of water vapor. Can you feel them in your breath flowing in and out of your body like waves gently rolling in and out from the shore? Take a nourishing breath with me now. Notice how you are physically rooted. Perhaps your feet are on the floor. Perhaps you're seated in a stable position. Feel your connection to the place where you are, the foundations of the building you are in, the earth that embraces us all. Some legends say that at the beginning of time, the world was a wild ocean full of dangerous sea monsters. Our world may sometimes feel like a wild ocean. We may feel like we're fighting against impossibly strong sea monsters. But the waters are as mighty and powerful as the sea monsters. And that power runs in and through us with each breath, in and out. As we breathe, may we feel the rhythm of our breath like the powerful waves crashing on the shores, turning and tumbling the largest boulders into the tiniest grains of sand. As we breathe in, may we feel the restorative power of air and water nourishing the cells of our bodies, giving us the power to pursue our wildest dreams for our community and our world. As we breathe, notice the sounds. In like the whistle of the mighty ocean, out like the crashing of the powerful waves. If you like, you can make your breath sound like an ocean or a river. You don't have to. Y'all can also be silent waters. Bring your consciousness more fully to your breath. 
as we release air with noise or with silence. And again. Let us breathe and remember those sounds together now as we find our strength to renew the work of creation in this new year. We continue our meditation in silence. On this day, when we imagine what kinds of people we want to be in the new year, what kind of beauty we want to create, and what unkindnesses we want to leave behind, we might stumble on the difference between hope and optimism. I mentioned something at Winterfest about hope. Hope is doing the next right thing, even when the outcome we seek is not assured. Hope is what we do when we live into right relationship, when we prioritize compassion, when we work toward collective liberation. This is different from optimism, the belief that everything is gonna turn out for the best all on its own. 
Pope is acting as if the possibility of a better world is real. The active component is part of it. In our effort to embrace the possible that seems impossible, the time frame is important. The difficult we can do and the allegedly impossible takes a little longer. So we need to think in terms of communities and generations. Communities can hold values and continue the work for justice and keep streams of care going and keep songs going, even as individual people come and go. We invest in communities partly because communities can outlast us. The span of our collective imagination is larger than the span of our individual lives. It matters that you remain part of this community, even though we aren't able to do everything we wish we could do right now. Given the brevity of our mortal years and the scale of our vision for a world of kindness and liberation, we need to be strategic about what we carry with us and what we release from our minds and hearts. We want to carry forward the lessons we gain from experience without binding them to the weight of what no longer serves us. We want to remember what is true with the humility that comes from realizing that memory is sometimes tied more to impressions and interpretations than to facts. We want to sustain the relationships that give us life and inspiration and care, while also making those relationships circles of growth and change and learning, right? Sustain the relationships while we ourselves are changing. Every day, we have another chance to practice the discernment of what to keep and what to leave behind. And the new year gives us one more opportunity to release the things that do not serve our shared quest for a better world, and one more opportunity to commit to new intentions that do serve that quest. It sounds simple, but simple is different from easy. In today's platform, we've been looking back and forward using the metaphors of both fire and water. We carry water with us in our bodies wherever we go. In popular imagination, water contains memories. Life on earth most likely began in water. And we find in the water a sense of ancient history and continuity. Yet, water is also a place of transformation. It's a solvent that leads to chemical bonds releasing and reforming. So water sometimes help us to sustain and renew and sometimes help us to release and cycle through. Similarly, fire symbol can symbolize the illumination of truth, the searing insistence of a strong commitment, the energy that remains as it passes from one wick to another. Fire is also a force for transformation, something that turns fuel into heat, both a product of and a catalyst for change. For some of us, the decisions about what to hold 
and what to release are best understood with water. And for others, the metaphor that fits best is fire. In our story earlier, Tanzan carries a woman over a puddle or a stream and leaves her at the water's edge, while his companion Akito carries his shock and judgment about that choice for miles. Incidentally, I should point out that Hara Tanzan's approach to Buddhist precepts is not necessarily representative of his community. He was apparently somewhat provocative of a figure in 19th century Japanese Buddhism and medicine. Tanzan chose kindness instead of following rules. He kept his mind focused on other things. Showing compassion may involve some compromises. And sometimes there are consequences to compromises. How do we carry what we learned about the choices we and our companions make without holding on to resentment or spirals of self-recrimination? Perhaps we can let the judgmental feelings dissolve in the water while we journey onward with a commitment to kindness. Like water, fire is also a symbol of resolve. Wes uses that symbolism every week with the words of candle lighting. May we kindle within us the warmth of compassion, the light of understanding, and the fire of commitment to build a brighter future for all. For some of us, lighting a candle for the new year or burning away what we leave behind or kindling a flame of commitment in the heart provides the physical experience or visual reinforcement that helps us to get the process of transformation started. Maybe you have a personal practice of lighting a candle for the winter solstice or New Year's Eve as a reminder of your intentions for the year to come. Maybe you are imagining passing a candle flame or a torch onto someone else as you transfer knowledge or leadership. Maybe you are taking comfort in artistic images of the number 2020 going up in flames. Fire illuminates as well as clearing things away. Let us be wise in where we shine that light and what we cast into the future. Our January theme of the month is imagination. In the Soul Matters community of communities that we are a part of, themes of the month are framed as questions. What does it mean for us to be a people of imagination? We may have different perspectives about how to implement the world we dream about, yet I think there are commonalities in imagining a world of abundance, a world where we have dismantled systemic and personal racism, a world of equity and kindness and curiosity, a world in which we care for the planet. We can begin by noticing the glimmers of those things that are already here. There is some good news in the world and there is joy and beauty among us. There are birthdays and anniversaries and milestones. There are people devoting their lives to justice and mercy. Yet I also know that some of the challenges we anticipate in the year ahead weigh heavily on our hearts. 
And it is hard to hold on to imagination for a better world alongside the reality of our grief. Returning to community may help us to sustain that imagination while also being held in love through our struggles. I'm not here to tell you that the coming year will be easy. I'm here to invite you to have courage. We are here, all of us, to lend courage to one another. We are here to equip and encourage each other to live up to our values. All of us, every age and background. This will transform our lives and our world. We can handle things that are hard, even more so when we organize to handle them together. And when we remember the gifts of wisdom and tradition that we receive from this community. Maybe there's someone whose light has gone out and is depending on you to bring yours into this community. Maybe there's someone who's new and we can gather around to help them receive the flame that was passed along to you. Maybe there is someone who is thirsty for the reassurance that they can be part of a community that treasures both the curious and incisive mind as well as the loving heart. Maybe there's someone who would welcome our company as they leave what no longer serves them at the water's edge. The new year is an opportunity to leave behind the things that divide us from each other, from our best selves, and from the values we share. Leave behind unkindness. Leave behind the urge to hide our true selves. This threshold moment is an opportunity to illuminate our commitments for the year ahead and to dissolve our ties to the things that hold us back. Let us resolve to give one another courage. Let us resolve to practice compassion. Let us make room for the water of resolution and the fire of commitment in this year and in the generations to come. May it be so. After some music, we'll have community sharing time when you can write into the chat about what resonated with you today. A framing question might help spark a memory of a personal experience or your direct observation. It's like a writing prompt, you can use it or not. And today you can answer either or both of these questions. What are you letting go of in the new year? And what are you resolving to do? I'll be listening closely to these two questions and your answers for a little bit that we're gonna do after the collection. What are you letting go of in the new year? What are you resolving to do? Whether you're releasing something into the cauldron of creation or illuminating something with the fire of commitment, what intentions are you setting in this moment? As we contemplate, rest and reflect, let us experience the beauty of the musical response.
Beautiful. Thank you, Leah. Thank you, Lynn. As Lynn mentioned, this is our community sharing time. It's an opportunity for those of us to add our voices to the morning, sharing our reflections on the platform or what resonates in our own lives. Again, you may consider the framing questions. What are you letting go of in the new year? What are you resolving to do? I invite you to share in the Zoom chat or Facebook comments. I will try to keep up with the ones I can see in the Zoom chat. Let's see. A long one from Peter. Fortunately, the meditation did not speak to me this morning. Oh, well, platform did, however. Okay. Um, Masterful use of Wes's religious language. Thank you from Judy Ohm. Elizabeth Stevens, compassion is meeting someone where they are at rather than where you want them to be. Well said, yes. Uh, this is from Facebook, courtesy of Robin. It comes from Chris uh, Van Dyke, in Tema Van Dyke. I tuned in late to the meeting, so didn't get to hear most of the talk. We'll check it out later. I'm so glad I came in time to hear Leah sing Imagine. Yep. Beautiful, soulful rendition of a gorgeous song. Agreed. Donna Radner, beautiful song, perfect one for our topic. It's almost like a prayer. Uh, Johnny, absolutely beautiful. 
Trish Weil, I resolve again, to learn again how to open my heart. That's something we all need to learn over and over again. Um, I think the message of hope resonated with me. That's from someone with a nine letter, a nine number um, ID. So I don't know who that is, but that's okay. Um, Oh, reminder, if you want everyone to see your uh, comment, please set your chat to all panelists and attendees. Joe says, I hope to give up procrastination and to try to accomplish my bucket list. Good for you, Joe. From Don Carla Nunziato, I resolve to leave behind self-doubt and self-criticism and bring forward work of anti-racism. Patty Absher says, I love water, how freeing it is to float in the sea or in a pool. Thinking of that, I can avoid too many resolutions which freeze instead of free me. Great. Mary Daniel, I appreciate the metaphor about the sea creatures and water. I've been giving thought to this, valuable to remember. Julie Drissen, I aim to treat myself as well as I treat others. That is hard work. Yes, it is. Joe sends dittos to Dawn. Her comment about leaving behind self-doubt and self-criticism and bringing forward work of anti-racism. And Trish, dittos Patty. So fair amount of agreement here. Jeff Meal says, I was struck by the references to fire and water. As a railway enthusiast, I am constantly in awe of these two substances, particularly when used to create motion, as in a locomotive. Yep, that would resonate with you, wouldn't it, Jeff? Cool. Judy, I love the idea of, are you still carrying her? Mm -hmm. Good metaphor there. <laughs> I guess that is Mary Daniel's dog, Mark, suggesting that he's going to wag more and bark less. <laughs> um, I wish my dog would adopt that. I think he's going to wag more and continue to bark just as much, if not more. <laughs> oh, not her dog, her boyfriend. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Donna Radner says, the vision for the world in Imagine is so perfect for what we would like to achieve. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you to everyone for your comments today. It's uh, wonderful to have that extra dimension to our platform service every Sunday. Just as we share our perspectives in this community, so too do we share our resources and gifts. Here at WES, we split the Sunday collection between our operating budget and a fund dedicated to justice and compassion. As we prepare for the collection, I would like to repeat our welcome to visitors. We invite you to be our guest today and not to feel pressured by the collection. We appreciate each person's generous giving as they are able. This month, half of the offering is dedicated to the Food Justice Initiative and our member Ross Wells is here to tell us more about this January Share the Play partner. Ross? Thanks, Perry. Good morning, Wes. 
The Food Justice Initiative, FJI, distributes food and essential products to struggling families in DC, Maryland, and Northern Virginia, the DMV. FJI began as part of Sanctuary DMV, a network of congregations and individuals that West joined in 2016, immediately after Trump was elected. The network successfully lobbied elected officials in our area to provide legal assistance to targeted immigrants. It also provides services to those without papers and supports people under the threat of deportations that could divide their families and place their lives in danger. Sanctuary DMV was also the umbrella organization that brought Rosa Lopez Gutierrez and her three children to live in sanctuary in Cedar Lane Unitarian Church for nearly two years. When the coronavirus hit the DMV, immigration activists had to shift priorities. Requests coming from their base of immigrant families had changed dramatically. What once were calls for accompaniment to ICE check-ins or legal assistance became pleas for survival. Denise Woods, an activist from All Souls Unitarian Church, says that her phone began to be flooded with calls like, we only have two days of food left, can you help us? Denise has continued to do this work seven days a week, beginning to mobilize delivery drivers and to raise money for food and essential products. Now FJI has weekly food distributions in Tacoma Park, Falls Church, and DC, plus hundreds of individual deliveries to families. I joined FJI last fall, last June, excuse me, when Casa de Maryland ended their food relief efforts. My route included Langley Park. With high unemployment and crowded housing conditions, Langley had become the zip code with the highest number of COVID-19 cases in Maryland. While making a delivery in front of an apartment house, women from the building began to gather, saying they had little or no food and asking if they could sign up and get some help. The next week, I delivered six more, to six more families in that complex, the week after 22. Now there is an FJI partner team of dedicated women volunteers who live in the complex and distribute rice, beans, corn flour, produce and essentials like diapers, sanitary pads and Tylenol to their neighbors. Each week, 44 families are served by Equipo Langley Park, Team Langley Park. FJI has provided tens of thousands of time critical food deliveries to our neighbors in Langley Park, Silver Spring, Northern Virginia and DC. In November alone, FJI distributed 70,000 pounds of produce through our partner, the Capital Area Food Bank. FJI is all volunteer, so every dollar that we receive goes directly to food for our neighbors, most of whom have been intentionally left out of government COVID relief. I'd like to thank the many West members who gave generously to the FJI, the Food Justice Initiative in 2020. It's going to be a long winter when the vaccine reaches Langley Park is anyone's guess. Please give what you can and thank you. We'll post the FJ FJI Facebook link in the chat. Thanks again. Ross, thank you for bringing this opportunity to our West community. Appreciate all the work that you are doing to help our neighbors in need. Uh, as you can see on the screen, we have two ways to give. There's a give by text option. The number is given there and you can donate on our WES website um, at tinycc.westgives. 
Um, by the way, Lynn has one more additional component of the platform up her sleeve today. Uh, she will share that with us right after the collection. We will now receive your gifts and the gift of music from Elliot Middleton. Thank you for all of those gifts. During community sharing, members wrote about some of their intentions for the new year. And to symbolize those, I have water and salt, and I have paper and fire. Salt is like our sorrows and disappointments. They do affect us, yet with love, we are able to absorb them. The fire will be held in this incense burner and we all need people and communities to surround us and hold us as we process change. I'll name a few of the things that have come up today as I add salt or fire. Some of the things that we said that we wanted to release today, we're gonna release procrastination. We're gonna leave behind self-doubt we're going to re leave behind the urge to have so many resolutions that we freeze. We're going to leave behind fear and despair and all of the things that we are still carrying instead of leaving at the water's edge. We release into the past that which no longer serves our goals, our values, or our character. And we'll also illuminate the things that we want to commit to in the coming year. This is an illumination of confidence. And this is an illumination of hope. 
this is an illumination to check on our friends. This is an illumination of radical compassion and self-care. Uh, commitment to anti-racism. And an open heart. With the kindling of this flame, we illuminate a path ahead, returning to our commitments. So with water and fire, we invite transformation that brings us closer to our quest for a better world. May it be so. Thank you, Lynn. And thank you so much to the many people who helped create this morning's time together. That includes interim music coordinator, Leah Morris and our guest musicians. Thanks to Maceo Thomas, our membership coordinator. Thank you to Jen Watson, who once again created our slides. Robin Kravitz for communication support and hosting our coffee hour. And thank you to this week's tech host, Johnny Bujek. Thank you all. Thank you also to those who are leading and supporting our work in the week to come. At the conclusion of Platform, please join us for virtual coffee hour. Once we're in the Zoom coffee hour space, we'll divide into breakout groups for small group social chatting. To get to the coffee hour after closing words, point your browser to tiny.cc slash westcoffeehour, all one word. As I mentioned earlier, there is a question and answer session for newcomers today at noon, hosted by Maceo Thomas. Please check the chat for that link. And at one o'clock today, the safety team is hosting a town hall meeting to discuss the FEMA grant and proposed upgrades to our building. The link for that is tiny.cc slash West Town Hall. Next week, please join us again at 1030 a.m. for a platform about our connections with each other and the universe, understood through the metaphor of stardust. Between now and then, we'll have opportunities for West members and friends to connect virtually, including support meetings and discussion groups. You can find the details on our website calendar at ethicalsociety.org. Finally, thank you all for being here with us today to get the new year off to a good start. Let's enjoy our closing song of the month now, performed by interim music coordinator, Leah Morris, accompanied by Aaron Hill. If we can learn what it means to really love ourselves, then we can learn to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And we can live in harmony, see ourselves as a family. This is my prayer for humanity. 
that we respect our women and protect our girls, that they feel safe in every corner of the world, that we can live in harmony, see ourselves as a family, this is my prayer for humanity. That every man will be a father to someone By loving every boy as if it were his only son That we could live in harmony See ourselves as a family This is my prayer For humanity That we know that nobody really wins a war And every leader knows what power is for That we can live in harmony See ourselves as a family This is my prayer For humanity Every man, woman, boy, and girl Would feel these words all across the world That every man, woman, boy, and girl Would feel these words all across the world That every man, woman, boy, and girl Would feel these words all across the world This is my prayer For humanity All right, everyone, I now invite you to join me in our closing words for the month. Let us go into the week ahead with compassion, understanding, and commitment, finding imagination and resolve in this community for our hearts and our quest for a better world. Again, please join us for virtual coffee hour you can find the link on the slide or in the chat. And if you're new to our community, again, please send an email to our membership coordinator, Maceo Thomas, and introduce yourself. Great to have you with us today. Look forward to seeing you in the coffee hour and then again here next week. Be well. <laughs>